What's going on, guys? It's uh, Joseph Crush or Joey, whatever you know me by from the Wrestling Journal podcast and WrestleBuzz. Um, as you can see from the title, this is the tribute uh, podcast for Bray Wyndham Rotunda. Um, it's we're about uh, two weeks out now from his uh, tragic passing. Um, first, I just want to, you know, obviously. Uh, send my condolences to his family friends and the people that knew him personally this this podcast is coming from fans of his obviously um and if you want to stick around for after me talking joe from project kayfabe also uh sent in some audio to share uh you know his thoughts on, on the whole ordeal um i mean first off i a horrible situation right um and if you listened, if you've ever listened to something that I've been on or Tommy or whatever, uh, and on a podcast, you, you would know our fandom for Bray Wyatt, the character and, um, the fiend and, and, and so forth. Uh, but you know, it's, it was, uh, this one was rough, man. I mean, like as a fan, right? I mean, again, I'll say it's probably multiple times more than I have to, but this is coming from a fan. Didn't know the man personally. Did get to meet him twice, um, which I'll get into. But uh, he, for me, he epitomized what I love about professional wrestling uh, when it comes to character, um, it, whether it's whether it was, you know, Bray Wyatt, the cult leader. Um, the Eater of Worlds, The Fiend, Funhouse Bray, or even when he was just recently came back with the whole kind of being himself as Wyndham, right? Loved it all. I never was not excited to see him on my television screen as a fan. And, um, you know, 36 years old for anything is just young at this age, close to my age, which is, you know, that's the scary part too. You think about that. Um, so, I mean, there's so many things I came into this without, you know, notes. I just want to kind of, you know, give you guys my, uh, my thoughts on it and, you know, share, you know, my appreciation for what he did for me as a, as a wrestling fan. I've been watching wrestling and I, I tweeted this or I wrote an answer. I'm like, I've been watching wrestling for 30 years and I've never gravitated more towards, uh, a superstar than to Bray. And, you know, um, it sucks, man. Like, it, whether it was him coming back or when he was around, I think he just made us think more as fans. And I think that's what I appreciated the most about him was that, like, his character, we were either, like, it, it was just, it wasn't just a, a basic, you know, walk down the aisle, have a match, cut a promo, see you later. He did more for me as a wrestling fan than any other person I've ever watched. And, you know, the whole white rabbit thing and uh, the cryptic promos, I think he really, you know, that would, that when you put that much, when you, when you see someone put that much effort into uh, a character, like a guy that's going to be wrestling a, a five to 20 minute match, like, it wasn't just the wrestling aspect that I know, you know, some people are just in, in it for the in-ring stuff. And, um, it, it was just more than that. That's what, at least that's what, it, what it came off for me. Um, 
you know, <clears throat> I'll start back when he first came in. Like, um, I even was like down for it when he came in as Husky. And I you may, may not believe that or not, but like, I, I'm a bigger guy. If you don't know what I look like, like I'm a bigger dude. So, like, I always, uh, you know, found myself catering appreciation more towards the bigger guys. When I see this guy, Husky Harris, come in and the whole NXT thing and Nexus thing, um, I was like, oh, okay, he could fucking move too. So that was that was pretty badass. Looked nothing like the character um that he became, but and obviously the name was, you know, a little silly, but I still, you know, was like he was if I had a, at the time, if I had to pick anyone out of Nexus, I would have picked Husky Harris. So um it started from there. He, you know, got sent back down to NXT, revamped it into the Bray Wyatt character. I didn't catch him. In the end, when he debuted in NXT, um, but I did, you know, leading up to his debut on the main roster, that's where it all started for me. And I'm a big horror fan, so the uh, those vignettes they were sending through uh, just gave off, you know, super horror vibes, horror movie vibes, and it just really clicked for me right there. Like he was my guy before he, I've even seen him like truly wrestle or, you know, like in this character on TV, it was just vignettes. And I was like, this guy is my dude. And the wide family are my guys, Luke Harper and Rowan. So, you know, um, and then from there on, I mean, everything he did, I was, I'm the type of fan, like, you know, I have my criticisms about things, but, um, if you're my guy, you do no wrong for me. It's like Bray, he could have came out in a tutu and did ballet, and I still would have been like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Maybe it's a fault of mine. For me, I see it as being, you know, overly optimistic, and I think that's not a bad thing. I think it's better than being super negative. Um but I always had that appreciation for Bray and whatever he was bringing to the table. I I had faith in him seeing what he's done his whole career, like the next thing, the next reincarnation of what he was going to do. Uh, I was always down for now. Um, you know, he left for a little bit. Um, he got released. And then when he came back with the right white rabbit thing, I, I, I think when we did, um, you know, if you go back in the archives, we did a podcast, of like the year end awards. And I had said on there, like the greatest return in history of pro wrestling. And I still stand by that. Um, you know, the run wasn't what a lot of people, uh, preferred. I was okay with it. Um, the run itself was, you know, nothing crazy, but I think it was just scratching the surface and clearly he had some things going on, but, uh, you know, he did things like that, like the White Rabbit stuff, and and uh, you know, he it, like I said, I'll, I'll probably you know say repeat a lot of myself a lot, but he just did a lot more than just wrestle, you know, and it was it showed um, the the fun houses were fucking awesome, the 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 fun house match with with Cena, like that. I mean, it was all great stuff. Uh, I skipped. I'm I'm not. I my whole plan to to talk about this was not to like go in any chronological order. Um, I'm just trying to share what's on top of my head and like. I mean, even going back to when he won the, the title was great. I mean, I'll, there's so many great moments he provided. Uh, I'll give you my personal moments that I experienced in person. Um, I think the first time 
I met him was at WrestleMania 30. Um, it was the first time. And I was super fucking nervous. And uh, I was walking up the stairs. It was at, like a WrestleMania access. And it was him, Harper, and Rowan. And I tripped up the fucking stairs. And I think there's footage of that. I could tr- probably find it somewhere and show you guys. My ass cracked was that. I mean, I don't even know if you guys want to see that, but um, I was just so nervous for some reason, man. Like, I really, like, he was only around for, like, a little bit at the time. And I was just, like, I, as a fan, I was so, like, starstruck to meet him. And it was, he was such a cool dude. It went, it went quick, but it was, like, you know, long enough to get a good vibe from him, right? And, uh, and, you know, he just seemed like a really fucking chill dude. Rowan and Harper as well. Um, and then that WrestleMania weekend, we saw him face John Cena and like the entrance with the band being there. It was just so fucking cool. It was just so cool, man. Like they were on fire at the time. And I mean, he didn't get the win, but that's that, you know, we're not talking wins and losses here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just appreciate, appreciate the guy for what it was. Um, I also met him SummerSlam 2015 weekend. And uh, this is one-on-one, like, not one-on-one, but, like, it was just, it was a a private signing that they had for him, and it was just him by himself. Went up to him. Dude, I mean, the coolest fucking guy. Like, I had, there's a picture of, I was, like, posing in front of him. We did, like, the, you know, arms spread out type thing, like, follow the buzzards, whatever. Um, He just seemed like a really cool dude. And, like, you hear all the stories from everyone all the wrestlers and everyone that uh people that knew him and it, it clearly was the case he was very a very great person um i was lucky enough as a fan to meet him twice see him wrestle a handful of times and uh you know yeah uh, i see a spider on my mic here um man it just uh you look back and it's like this dude he's been around for 10 years or so right with the with WWE roughly and um what an what a following he had and I, I go back to like the horror aspect he had like that cult following no pun intended with him being a cult leader but like he he had that following man that these and just being a part of Facebook groups and uh the collection of uh, on Twitter, it's like a lot of these people love this guy, man. You don't see, uh, I, and I'm not being biased. You don't see this much, mu- uh, this much connection with a lot of guys out there. Um, than you did with Bray and his fans, man, this dude, it was, there was not, there was no one like him as a wrestling fan. I can tell you that hundred percent, especially watching for, for as long as I have never seen anything like it with, uh, the way, his fan base appreciated him. Um, so, you know, uh, it, it sucks. And I think he was, the rumors were he was just on his way back. So, I mean, he, he had the, I was excited to be talked about it all the time. Like in, in group chats, me and Tommy, even on the side, me and Tommy would talk. It's like really getting, it's like just ready for it, ready for his comeback. And, uh, you know, unfortunate man and uh again like you know his family his kids uh his friends his colleagues everyone that knew him personally uh i mean 
horrible. It's a horrible time. Um, like I said, I know we're two weeks out or I'm recording this two weeks out from when it happened, but, uh, it's still, you know, you still go back and see the pictures. People are still paying tribute. I think just to keep you up to date here, like collision was on tonight and like even Keith Lee even paid homage to him, uh, just on that show. Just like, you know, it, I think it's going to go on for a long time. Uh, you'll randomly see someone pay tribute to him. I think he had that much of an impact on the business itself. So, um, listen, I don't know how much you want to hear me talk about it. I mean, I'll probably, you know, in future podcasts or videos, whatever you hear me, you know, chime in and remember, uh, to me, the great one of, if not the greatest character, uh, in wrestling history. So rest in peace, Bray. Thank you for, entertaining me for the past 10 or so years and uh you know you'll be missed man especially by the fans so uh we love you buddy and uh rest in peace hey it's joe from project kayfabe and i just wanted to get the opportunity to speak about bray wyatt in this episode where we're just honoring you know the life of bray wyatt uh we're like uh, a little bit over a week removed now from everything that's happened you know just hearing the news and you know i sat there and i was like no this can't be real i saw the tweet from triple h and i was like what what in the what no this is a fake account you know twitter has gone to hell anyone could be at triple h right this is like at triple h h right like i was checking and then you know seeing that it was confirmed i'm like wow but Bray Wyatt was just an incredible wrestler. I know, you know, Joey, and thank you for Joey for wanting to do this because, you know, I think it's great to just talk about and reflect on how awesome Bray uh, Bray Wyatt was because it's just, it's incredible to think you could be with us one day and then the next you're not. It's just, you know, you think about your immortality. I feel like the last year and a half or so has really made me question that whether whether it's personal things or you know obviously you know your heroes your stars just unfortunately passing and to think Bray Wyatt is one of them it's just crazy very young age that he passed and to think he's unfortunately going to be one of those people where it's like he was amazing but we always wondered what else could have happened you know we just got Bray Wyatt back after he was released and you know all the build up and the easter eggs it was so cool just to see what we recently got from Bray Wyatt and you know unfortunately with his his you know medical stuff going on he was gone for a bit a lot of people were wondering like is he injured you know is you know what's going on are they just wasting Bray Wyatt again and people are getting pissed and you know it, it's just sad to think that, you know, there was so much more that we could have gotten from Bray, but, you know, let's reflect on the good. Let's reflect on what we did get, which was just incredible character work from someone that was a NXT guy, you know, the OG NXT, by the way. This is the competition NXT, Husky Harris. I remember seeing Husky Harris. I'm like, who is this guy? Just some big dude, big dude, boring at times it felt like you know when i think back at the og stuff he was partnered with cody rhodes didn't look like he'd win at all and you know his dad was the irs that was the biggest thing when you thought of like husky harris then they brought husky harris into the new nexus the cm punk nexus and you're like okay there's something here maybe something can happen here 
And then from there, we never saw them again after they eventually disbanded. I don't think Husky Harris ever really showed up on TV again until eventually we got Bray Wyatt on NXT. And I always remember being one of the first people to see this guy. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a second. That's Husky Harris. What are they doing? Look at this character. A cult leader. You know, he had Luke Harper, eventually brings in Eric Rowan. I'm like, whoa, what is all this? And I thought it was very cool. I remember when learning about Bray Wyatt and then also discovering that WWE brought back NXT, but it was like, you know, something that you only certain people could watch and whatnot. This was before the WWE Network, if I remember. You know, I was someone who was just recently getting into the internet wrestling community, the IWC, you know, good time and awful time at the same but i remember like seeing these clips of this guy i'm like whoa this is cool and then they eventually brought bray wyatt and the wyatt family onto the main roster and i was like oh my god what is this this is so cool the presentation the lantern i actually you know not because of this but i do have like two lanterns that look very very similar to what bray would bring to the ring you know right now i'm thinking maybe i could find a way to make a cool art piece art project just to commemorate bray wyatt because it's just it's just crazy to think you know this is the guy that brought so much character you know you would it's hard to make something like this maybe work you know a cult leader and then the more he would the the things he would develop you know the fiend probably one of my favorite things ever because it was just so wacky but i loved it um but you know just from looking at husky harris to then what he gave us with bray Wyatt, you're like this is night and day and the creativity to just the promos, the opportunity to have the vignettes, just the creepiness, the coolness, just the, it was all around just incredible what Bray, the Wyatt family, what they were able to do. I'll always remember when, you know, thinking back in my young ages, young ages, I don't even know what I'm saying, but being in high school when the Shield took on the Wyatt family at Elimination Chamber and the build-up to that, I was like, yo, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Not only that, but the stuff with Daniel Bryan. That was also incredible. You know, this is the time of, you know, when Daniel Bryan joins the Wyatt family. I'm like, yo, that was fucking cool as hell. Uh, Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family. Weird. Definitely weird. But cool. Sure, it led to some weird matches with Randy, especially that WrestleMania one. But that, still, the things about it was just fucking cool. Thinking back, you know, Bray Wyatt becoming a WWE champion was a sick time. You know, I remember that Elimination Chamber match where he won, and I believe John Cena came in as champion. I'm like, oh, he'll probably retain. I was a little salty at first because he didn't retain because, you know, I love John Cena. That's my number one guy. But I was like, Bray definitely deserves it. And that was a cool moment. And especially the pin AJ Styles to, like, even more be more legitimate about who you are. You know, as a wrestler, like, yeah, I pinned AJ Styles. Many people think he's one of the best wrestlers to ever do it because he is. But also, look, I just did that. I won the Elimination Chamber. I won the WWE title. Like, incredible time back then. I think back, like, when they brought back the Inferno match and it's, like, one of his, like, first main roster matches against Kane. Like, was it crazy? No, but the fact that they gave us an Inferno match, yeah, that is kind of crazy, you know? Like, that was awesome. Just thinking back at, like, 
times, like the the first feud Bray Wyatt had with John Cena when it took place at WrestleMania 30, that was fucking cool. Just the whole trying to get John Cena to snap. Everyone's always trying to get him to snap, and I thought that was really impressive. I'll always remember when Bray would do that little spider walk pose that he used to do coming from the corner. Uh, going into the you know scare his opponents and John Cena the way he flipped in that match is like just so funny and memorable. Bray man, Bray was so good, and now you know the Fiend, unfortunately short lived compared to like you know the Wyatt character of the, the Bray Wyatt character of being a cult leader, but so fun. The having like the two split personality thing where you have like the one who's like a Sesame Street kind of character where he's like you know with puppets and has his own little play show like. The most weirdest Mr. Rogers to ever exist, you know, and I'm pretty sure they were going with a Mr. Rogers kind of thing. Um, that was so funny and so cool. The Fiend was one of the coolest things ever. I regret, well, just not being able to, like, think at the time to buy some of this stuff just to have because, like, I would love the Fiend mask now. I would love to have, like, the Fiend title. My boy Chris has the Fiend fanny back. Like, the Fiend mask. It's so cool. And, like, I remember falling in love more with the Fiend character because I'm a big fan of the Deadlock podcast. Go check him out. I'm sure if you know about wrestling podcasts, you know about Deadlock. One of the best out there. And Johnny was just such a fan of the Fiend when the Fiend would stick out his tongue and go, blah. Like, (laughs) always some funny stuff. Uh, man, the Fiend, when the Fiend went all burnt and came in WrestleMania against Randy, the whole Alexa stuff, I never really loved, but just the Fiend in general. The I just recently, of course, because when something like this happens and someone who passes, you know, you really feel for, like, I felt for Terry Funk, and I want to watch some old-school Terry Funk-like matches, RIP to him as well, but... Bray, you know, was someone I watched growing up, you know, thinking about it, like, my high school time to, you know, as of now, like, the last couple of years, you know, it's just been, you'd think this person will always be around, so, like, for me, like, I would have always loved to have Fiend merch, for example, and I've always thought, like, eh, I could always get it at some point, there's no rush, and now it's like, I wish I had some pieces to commemorate the man. I'm definitely going to look into it. It's just unfortunately when people pass, you know, people love to take advantage of it, unfortunately. Uh, but Prey Wyatt, one of the coolest to ever do it. it. It's sad that we'll always think, like, what could have been is going to be that way to think about it. But like I said before earlier in my piece... It's always, you could say what what could have been, and it's very true, what could have been of Bray Wyatt, and especially with the newest character. I mean, him feuding with L.A. Knight was pretty cool. Just the comeback alone, like, I remember I was in a bar, and when, you know, or was I in a bar? Where was I? I can't even, I, I remember maybe when he showed up for Crown Jewel. I'll just remember that Extreme Rules moment, like, it was so cool. The music, that was the other thing about Bray Wyatt. They always gave him some of the best music that they had for the time. The original Bray Wyatt theme, amazing. Uh, with the that was just I always remember listening to that on Spotify a bunch. Uh, what else? The Fiend theme, the remix version where it's all dark and crazy. Oh, I'm so mad that that's taken off of Spotify. 
I, I'm pretty sure it's off. I hate that Spotify and WWE, I mean, you know, what was it? CFO that made it? Like, come on, why can't we keep these teams, man? Um, and then the most recent one with um, Code Orange, I believe. That one is so cool. They're all just so good. The presentation of Bray has always been incredible. Like, I'll remember when The Fiend showed up for the first time on Monday Night Raw. He gave Finn Balor the Sister Abigail. And then at SummerSlam, when he basically snapped his neck in the match, I'm like, what is this? This is crazy. I'll always remember, too, when he had the, like, the, the lantern uh, for the fiend was Bray Wyatt's head. I'm like, yo, WWE allowed this? That was like my first reaction. I'm like, how? How is this even allowed? Man, Bray Wyatt, one of the craziest characters. It just, like I said, it, it hurts so much to think what could have been. And I know a lot of people think that. I know there's so many fans. Like, I'm a fan, but like I'm not like the super fan that like people like Joey are, for example. And I hope Joey's doing okay, man. I hope you're, you know, finding your time to commemorate your boy, Bray Wyatt. People love him. I get it. It's so good. But, you know, like I said, could always think about what if, but more of appreciate what we got. We got so many amazing moments from Bray. It's great that, you know, even though Peacock blows, it's great that we have it to look back and think of, like, all the cool moments, the promos. You know, this, the moments that just happened with Bray, the Fiend, this new Bray, Uncle Howdy stuff. I hope that maybe they find a way, you know, to, to do something with maybe Uncle Howdy as a way to commemorate. Maybe it'll feel odd. Who knows? But, you know, I hope, I hope we just, you know, remember Bray and just think what an incredible person. Like, that was the other thing. I always, like, it's hard to not read it because it's all over your feed when things like this happen but the the pouring support for people uh that people give like for one bray pass like just reading all the amazing tweets of how people thought he was one of the kindest people ever one of the things i always think about they're like bray gave me the biggest hug ever bray had Wyndham had some of the best hugs ever give you the biggest hug appreciated you it's just beautiful man just to hear what people think and said about bray it's hard to WWE release that YouTube video uh, and superstars let their you know thoughts be known and it's a sad one if you haven't watched it go watch it <sighs> man RIP to Bray I I'm gonna miss him I'm gonna miss that character the character work the person like I I saw Bray Wyatt alive once and he lost to Randy Orton, and this was at a live event in MSG leading up to WrestleMania 30, I believe. Uh, no, WrestleMania 31, I think. Um, but I, um, I'm going to miss seeing Bray. Glad I got to see him in person once so I could experience the fireflies and the moments. I've always, I'm sad I didn't go to the MSG earlier this year when, you know, he took on Jinder Mahal out of all people. But hey, that's a former WWE champ just like him. But man, I, I'm going to miss Bray. I'm going to miss all the creativity, but I'm glad that the peacock, <laughs> the cock, the network exists. So you can live, go back, check it out on YouTube. There's so many beautiful things to just go watch and experience of what Bray Wyatt was. So we're going to miss you, Bray. We're going to miss you a lot.